Hey everybody, uh, Meg here. Melissa here, and you're listening to Real Chills. Yeah, yeah we did it. We did it. This week, <laughs> I am so excited because our friend Dan Vetrano is on this episode. Oh, I love Dan. He's so funny. So good. He's great. And one of the other things I find interesting is he is now the second Dan we've had on the podcast whose mom is a ghost hunter. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. I love it. I love it so much. What is up with that? I don't know. Are there, is just every Dan's mom a ghost hunter? Is that what it is? Is Dan Getz, the editor of this podcast, is his mom? <laughs> Not yet. I wish. Uh, maybe. There's still hope. Yeah, I guess Not there's still time, time, Mrs. Getz. Let's get it together. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, I'm really excited to hear Dan Matrano's story, and let's just hop into it. Heck yeah, let's do it. You're listening to Real Chills. With my guests. Melissa Truskowski. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. We have an awesome guest for you today. I'm super excited. We have the very funny Dan Vetrano. And Dan, how are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. How's everything going? Great, thank you. How's everything got? That was a lot of questions. How am I? <laughs> How am I? Who am I? How's everything going? Um, what is okay. your social security? What is oh, your address? Oh, that yeah, let's start. Your credit easy. card number. Yeah, let's start easy. So it's seven four three two six. Feel free to contact me via Venmo anytime. Um, <laughs> I am a comedian. I've been doing comedy for 11 years in Philly, uh, sketch comedy for about 10 years. Um, I'm I'm a nice guy. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> I, think, I think, but people have disagreed. Um, and uh, let's see, I'm gay. I think that that's like, I kind of like reads. <laughs> you don't need video for that. <laughs> um, that one's clear. That one's <laughs> obvious right away. Um, that's it. Did I answer all the questions? Yeah, you nailed it. I yeah. guess one question I have before we get into it. How do you feel about the paranormal? What's your level of interest in it? Well, so it's a little bit about what my story is about tonight, but, uh, you know, I really want to be, I want to believe more than I do, almost. Fair. Mm -hmm. um, my family and my background, which I'll talk about, like they, you know, I have, a, there's a big um, following, especially my mom, but. <laughs> oh, wow. But, um, yeah, but for me, it's like, just not gotten sure. there yet. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to, I love scary stories and spooky, mm -hmm. creepy, scary stuff. Um, but I just want to see it more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So with that, let's hear your creepy, scary stories that you have for us. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, so, okay. My story, it's basically about my mom, um, largely about my mom and also about me and, uh, my skepticism in, in the, this world. <laughs> So a little bit about my mom. 
my mom is a um she's really into like horror and like spooky stuff she's a horror bomb actually (laughs) you know she would take us to like haunted houses and like um just creepy places uh when i was 10 years old uh for the last night of hanukkah she got me the movie scream <laughs> uh, but she thought I was too young to see the sex part, so she just fast forwarded to the murder parts. Scream is all, just, <laughs> you know, scream. It's all just sex and murder. So she's like, no sex, but definitely murder. Uh, <laughs> so she's always been like, you know, cool and into that whole thing. Um, she's also had seen uh, ghosts in throughout her life. Mm-hmm. Um, like she uh, was very vocal and acknowledging. Um, that she has had psychic visions and um, she's sensitive to the presence of spirits. Um, a couple of years earlier, um, before Hanukkah, like when I was eight and my brother was 11, he was in the Boy Scouts and we all went on a field trip, like one of his Boy Scouts field trips to this boat and he saw a ghost. And he was like, I saw it was a tall woman. Uh, he was looking through this room and there was this corridor on this like, I guess it's some sort of like military boat that we're on. He was looking through this corner and he saw a tall woman but with a blurry face. That's what he described. It was a tall mm. woman, blurry face. So now, like, my brother had seen a ghost. Uh, the years go by. My mom gets more and more into ghosts. I'm starting to feel left out and jealous. <laughs> um, <laughs> my dad is the only one that hasn't seen a ghost, but he was very, you know, clear and being like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> uh, but I wasn't there yet. I was like, I kind of want to. So years go by. My mom, she forms a ghost hunting group, Eastern Suffolk Paranormal, or ESP for short. It's a great, great name. <laughs> Love it's a great it. name. It's yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> um, you know, it's, um, it's where we're from in Long Island. So it's, uh, it was very clever. Um, she still has her website up. You can go and take a look at it. Um, her bio on the website, I'll just read it to you really quickly. It says, Peggy has experienced paranormal phenomena since a young age when she saw her deceased grandfather as well as having had many psychic and predictive dreams. She enjoys working with photography and EVPs, those are extraterrestrial voice phenomenon, more on that later, and is often sensitive to the presence of spirits. Peggy also enjoys ballroom dancing. (laughs) Okay, that part. (laughs) (laughs) She really wanted to have like one line because she did Yeah, it's great. So she did everybody's like bios for the website. And so nobody she didn't give anybody else like a fun line about her life. She was the only one that had like the yeah she started it so yes and i think it's kind of her way of being like see i have other things in my life but these losers this is all they have (laughs) (laughs) so she's like yeah i can go ballroom dance anytime i don't need these ghosts (laughs) (laughs) um so there's that so she has this ghost hunting group and people are into it i mean the the town that it's in hampton bay is where i'm from my hometown it is a very boring hometown like the petco doesn't even have snakes it is the most boring place <laughs> it is seriously like if you want like mischief you can go ghost hunting through a graveyard with my mom or you could just throw rocks at the panera bread like that's all there is <laughs> seriously like buying percocet behind the movie theater is the top rated activity on TripAdvisor. it is a boring <laughs> it is boring okay it is a boring place <laughs> um so years go by and I think I'm in like 11th grade and a girl below me in 10th grade who I'm friends with joins my mom's ghost hunting group and it's like starting to be like people that I know like people are just really into this ghost hunting group because again 
nothing to fucking do in Hampton Bay is Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting like the gossip of the ghost hunting group, both from my friend and from my mom. And honestly, the ghost, the gossip about the group was like better than the gossip about the ghost that they saw. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was a lot of like, yeah, I think I saw some things. I'll we'll have to look at the photos. But anyway, we're thinking of kicking Anthony out of the group. He's a creep. I'm pretty sure I saw him looking at Joanne's cleavage. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> is anyone paying attention to the ghost? You know? <laughs> Um, but so again, I want to see a ghost. I'm now like getting close to graduating high school. My brother's seen one, my mom's seen one. So I decided to go on one of my mom's ghost hunts. And um, my mom knows that I'm skeptical at this point. So she says on a car ride to the ghost hunt, she's like, just so you know, you're known as what's a healthy skeptic. So that's how I'm going to introduce you to the group. And <laughs> she, she really doubled down on that. And as soon as we get out of the car, she goes, this is my son, Daniel. He is a healthy skeptic. And that's like the term that's supposed to be like, oh, I just haven't seen any. But everybody's like, what do you mean healthy skeptic? Yeah. They're all questioning me and taking it personally. Like, I thought that this was like a cool term. I thought that like healthy skeptic was like, you know, you can't ask questions. Turns out that's not true. (laughs) So everybody's like, oh, you don't believe in ghosts? And I'm like, I just haven't seen one. So they all start, all start pulling out their phones and showing pictures of ghosts that they found from their Whoa. ghost hunts. But this is 2006 and they're all flip phones with the one inch screen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not like, I'm seeing things. I'm like, I don't know, that could be a dusty hat or a ghost. I can't, you know, it's, it's hard to see. <laughs> so I didn't see shit on my ghost hunt. I really did not. We walked around. It was creepy, but that's because it was nighttime, which is just inherently creepy. <laughs> and uh, we didn't see anything. She got some cool EVPs. Um, they're on her website. I definitely recommend going and looking at them. Uh, there is like a cool one, um, an EVP, again, voice phenomenon. That's where you go around with a recorder and you um, you go back and you listen to them. And you have this sort of like thing that can pick up on frequencies that we mm-hmm. can't typically hear. So she does have one where it's like, do you want me to leave? And it goes, she's like, No. And that one sounds pretty cool. And also, what a nice ghost. You're like, please stay. You know? <laughs> Good ghost is like, I'm just like, doesn't want to be lonely. Uh, so that was cool. But I didn't, you know, it sounds like I didn't like see anything. So I get to flash forward a year. I get to my senior year of high school. And I'm like, <laughs> at this point, I'm like, the one thing I do before I graduate high school, I want to find a ghost. <laughs> I want to find a fucking ghost. But I want to do it on my own terms because my mom's ghost hunting group wasn't working for me. So I start hanging out at creepy places like abandoned mansions. There's this abandoned <gasps> mansion in my hometown. <laughs> and I would like hang out there all the time and uh, try and see a goat and the ghost and smoke weed. <laughs> um, I was hanging by the railroad tracks and smoking weed, hung out at a, uh, a cemetery with my friends. Again, we did smoke weed. <laughs> But we were trying to like see a ghost, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. smoking a blunt would enable my sensitivity mm-hmm. to spirits, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like trying to like we we had the goal of like we're at these places to try and see a ghost. But while we're here, we might as well smoke a little weed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um one place that I went, uh the, the the abandoned mansion was awesome, but one time we smoked at a cemetery and it was dark. And we smoked weed and we got really high and we didn't see a ghost. We had our flashlights, we didn't see anything. And so we went home. And the next day, my friend texts me and she's like, hey, I dropped a hundred dollar bill in the cemetery. Do you want to go help me look for it? And I was like, "Okay, (laughs) sure. Yes. So we're walking around the cemetery 
during the day now looking for a hundred dollar bill and we get to the part where we were smoking weed and it turns out it was on a grave we didn't realize we were standing on a grave and the grave was for a girl that died when she was three years old and and we smoked weed on top of it and fucking probably riffed or some disrespectful shit who knows oh no i know and i was so like convinced that like I was now going to be like haunted by her. Like later that night, I went to see Nacho Libre in movie theaters and I, <laughs> I threw up from eating too much candy. And I was like, oh no, it's the curse of the three year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not how I want to see a ghost. Like, I actually want to see the ghost. So, anyway, over the years, I graduate high school. I just lose interest because I haven't seen a ghost no matter, uh, you know, how much I've tried. I made it my goal and it just didn't work for me. And so I kind of just became a little more resentful about never seeing a ghost, you know, like, cause like every Hanukkah and Christmas, my mom, she would ask me for like ghost hunting equipment. um, Yeah. Yeah. She would always get ghost hunting equipment. That's what, like what her um, wish list was like. We celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas uh, two holidays. Yes. And and so I would begrudgingly buy her all this shit, like, you know, thermal cameras and um, light meters uh ghost box there's something called a ghost box mm-hmm. and it's, mm-hmm. it's expensive um and it's just called a ghost box and it's like well you need the ghost box so uh it's so i would get her all this stuff um and it would remind me like how i just never saw a ghost and piss me off a little bit because uh-huh. i was spending money on it um she did bring me to a few places in philly like when she would come to visit she brought me to eastern state penitentiary and mm-hmm. she would be like uh, you know, like, does anybody, she would have a recorder and she'd be like, are there any presences here? And then she'd be like, I'm sorry for my son. He's a healthy skeptic. Like, she <laughs> <laughs> literally just like apologized to ghosts and then for me on my behalf because I was like already done with it at this point. Um, at around 11th and Spring Garden, she did like kind of get a part where she had to stop walking. And she's like, I have a presence here. It's cold. I know there's like death here. It was right around 11th and Spring Garden. She really got like a very serious like thing. And and we looked it up and like somebody did die on that corner. But also it's Philadelphia. Somebody died on every corner at, every, at some point in time. <laughs> <laughs> and literally at wherever you are, at some point in time, somebody has died. But we were like, oh, my God, you're right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> garden, the ghost of this area. <laughs> um, so anyway, fast forward to this past summer. And I was talking to my brother. And it just somehow ghosts just came up. Like I've not tried looking for ghosts for years, but uh, the topic of ghosts came up and I was like, do you remember how you saw a ghost on that boat? And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, remember the Boy Scouts trip? You saw a ghost on that boat. And he was like, oh yeah, I just said that. I didn't actually see anything. Oh no. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, you lied? And he's like, yeah, I was 11 years old. Weren't we all lying about ghosts at that time? Uh, he's like, I said she got a blurry face. Like, doesn't that sound fake? Uh, and for that one moment, like that one moment, I was like so relieved. Because like, I was like, wow, like I'm not the only person in the Vetrano household that didn't see a ghost. Uh, it was like he was just making it up. So maybe like my whole hunt for one was like just, you know, anyway and I felt good in that moment and I swear this is exactly what he said this is absolutely true is he said no I never saw a ghost but you know what I did see 
a couple of months ago when on Long Island, when I had gone to visit our dad, he said, you know what I did see on Long Island a couple months ago? A UFO. Yes. What? And he said he was sober. He was with a friend of his. They saw the same exact thing. It was a hovering craft these crazy lights. It was unmistakable. They were not on drugs. Uh, and then I talked to another friend of mine. He said he saw UFO on Long Island two years ago. And I know numerous people on Long Island that what? have seen UFOs. UFO sightings are so common out there. A lot of them don't even go reported. They are from people that I absolutely trust who are not crazy, who are just like, it's so fucked up. I never wanted to tell anybody about this, but I can't get, and it's like this thing. And I lived there my whole life and I never <laughs> saw a UFO. <laughs> and it was because I was looking for a fucking ghost. For ghost. <laughs> So anyway, that's so my story. Fun. <laughs> and this is a ride. Wow. <laughs> it's just, I'm so happy. <laughs> it's just wild because it's like, I would have been looking for UFOs. I feel like those are easier to find. You wrote like a whole stand-up set for this <laughs> show. Wow. I mean, it's, you know, you can't make this stuff up, folks. I am. Wow. Unless you're 11 years old. <laughs> yeah. Then you can absolutely make it up. <laughs> I wasn't even pissed that he lied. I was just like, oh, yeah, you were 11 and you lied about a ghost. I, that's probably what every 11-year-old has done. <laughs> yeah, when I was in elementary school, I told my best friend that the ghost of Marie Antoinette was living in our house. And she <laughs> believed the shit out of it to the point where, like, we'd be on the phone and they'd be like, put Marie Antoinette on the phone. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> No, like I was, like, I, like yeah, and it was still me. And she'd be like, oh, Marie Antoinette is like gonna go, and I'd be like, oh, she doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> she doesn't actually like you. Yeah. <laughs> she said you can eat cake, and she doesn't yeah, mean the fun want, And I can tell you, the level of disappointment when she found out that was fake is probably like it's it's bad. It was bad. It almost ruined our friendship. Yeah. I can see that. Was yeah. it like, was there ever like, Hey, let's do a three-way call with Marie Antoinette. <laughs> no, 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 I never got that. I think like, I'm not a good a actress. So I got tired of the ruse after like a month. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> fake. Yeah. yeah. I, the one thing I really believed that like, uh, like in the ghost, it was bloody Mary. Cause like, yeah. obviously it was a thing where it was like in movies and it was just this old tale, but like we all had those mm -hmm. friends that are like, no, I saw Bloody Mary. It mm -hmm. happened. And, or like, or they would say like, oh, there's this kid in the other school and you're just like, oh, there is, you believe it. And he's like, and Bloody Mary killed him. And there was always like a story of like, you think it's fake, but this one person that you don't know anything about that I can't prove it is dead it totally happened yeah it died yeah, yeah. so it's gotta be real yeah. yeah and this is before the internet was any good too so you're just yeah. like i have no way to prove that's not true like totally <laughs> yeah yeah i've looked it up since and it turns out bloody mary is not real i used what? my internet <laughs> i have a lot of questions Alyssa. do you want to start or do you want yeah. me to start okay i do have one question would you rather be a true crime dad or a paranormal dad Conversely, true crime mom, paranormal mom. Yeah. Um, true. You know, I would absolutely do the paranormal thing as much as it's like I'm a little resentful that I never saw a ghost. Like walking through the woods and like trying to prove it. Like we all know crime exists. Oh, yeah. So like it's like it's absolutely. 
you know, it's like, well, I'm going to prove that this person has been murdered. It's like, well, that's very easy to prove because there's a body right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like ghosts are like, we don't have, oh my God, I'm sorry. As I was talking, oh my God. Okay. My phone just recorded me saying, I'm going to prove that somebody has been murdered. And it just turned on and it said, I couldn't understand that. And then below it says, search for mom and contacts. I don't know what's happening on my phone, but it might be haunted. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would do the, I would do the paranormal because um, it's like, it's more exciting to prove something that most people don't believe. Like I actually do kind of believe UFOs now because yeah. I don't think my brother is insane. He's never been insane about anything else before. Mm -hmm. And him and other people that I know from Long Island are like, you know, they didn't really Convinced. even go to the police because they know that would be crazy. They've just told me. So it's the like I they do actually brought it up too. they were like, yeah, I didn't see a ghost. I just made that up. Oh, but you know what? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. While I'm thinking of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, ghosts. Those are ridiculous. Anyway, I saw a flying saucer. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing about yeah. being like the paranormal parent is that it makes murder fun, right? Like a crime can still happen. You get to be both, but you're just like, but now we're looking for the ghost. Yeah, yes. yeah. There's hope still with that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. ghosts, ghosts can be nice. Like when you find a ghost, like like that ghost that I told on my story, where she's like, do you want me to leave? And the ghost is like, no. It's like, it's very cool, but it's like, that's not a mean ghost. They can be nice. If you find the person who's behind a true crime murder, they're probably not a nice person. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Totally fair. Yeah. Yeah, but that ghost sounds needy as fuck. Like I would just be like, "Listen, I have work tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta be going." Should I try and play it for you guys? I don't know if it's like if it'll um, come through. The EVP. Uh, yeah, I could play. I have it on my phone here. Oh, yeah. Let's try it. Let's give it a shot. It's just six seconds long. So you'll hear two things. She's going to say, like, um, do you want me to leave? And then she asks a question right after that. Like, um, do you want to communicate with us some more? The no is between those two. Oh. Right immediately after she says, do you want me to leave? And it sounds like somebody sighs, like somebody's going. <gasps> so um, so here it is. I, I mean, Are you happy to see us leave? Would you like to communicate more? Did you hear it? Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like a, <gasps> yes, yeah. it's, and it probably is a little, the audio is a little crunchy going through, but like when you listen to it on the website, on your phone, mm -hmm. uh, it very clearly is like a no. Wow. <laughs> we'll oh, link it in the show notes crazy. if you want to go check it out. That'll be great. Yeah, just definitely. plug her website. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be like, why do I have this huge bill for all this incoming traffic? What is happening? <laughs> um, yeah. is, is your mom a medium? Like what is I'm I'm like very interested. Is with your, your mom Long Island medium? Does she have like a certain haircut and certain accent? Yes, <laughs> she she yeah, has a Long really. Island medium accent. She is not exactly a medium. She has a lot of like visions. Like um, she had a vision that I was going to be in the hospital, and then I ruptured my spleen, and it Whoa. was yeah. She's had like visions and stuff. And she's, you know, she's seen her grandfather standing at the top of the stairs, like seeing stuff like that. What's that story? I want, I was going to ask you too, like, what is that story? Or so do you want to? Yeah, okay. it was when she was younger, she was like sleeping and she just kind of woke up and her grandfather who had died was standing at the top of the steps. And Whoa. when she moved closer to him, he just disappeared. Mm. Um, and that's really all I know about the story. But like, well, you're asking like, if she's like a, a medium is like, so she doesn't do that like for work. Cause like, mm -hmm. I don't know if like, 
she can like tap into it all the time. It's more just like the feelings that come to her. But there is a friend of hers who has um, gone on some of the ghost hunts with her. Her name is Janet Russell. And she is like a popular Long Island medium. Um, oh. Not the Long Island medium, but another one. <laughs> <laughs> were, were her and her ghost hunter friends pissed when that show came out? Were they like, what the fuck? <laughs> we were here first. Like, <laughs> Well, funny story about Janet Russell. I hope she doesn't listen to this, but um, Janet... <laughs> Janet Russell was invited to my wedding um, because she's my mom's friend and she just didn't show up on the day of my wedding. She was a no show. And I was like, oh, my God, the medium ghosted us. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> Worth it for the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also want to know, like, what... Okay, so your mom, she goes around, she keeps calling you a healthy skeptic. Why is healthy... Like, is like is it that you're still open to ghosts, you think? Or, like, yeah, what is an unhealthy skeptic? Yeah, you know? I think that's exactly what it's supposed to mean, is, like, um, uh, an unhealthy skeptic is somebody that's just, like, it's not real, no, no, you, you guys are stupid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, <laughs> They're just toxic, <laughs> like, to the yes. vibe. Bullies. Yeah. And yeah. then the healthy skeptic is somebody that's like, I showed up to the ghost hunt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm here. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to find anything, but I'm willing to walk through woods. <laughs> and that should be enough. And it's like, uh, I think also a healthy skeptic can be even better than that, like where it's like, I'm willing to believe in ghosts if I could just see one, which yeah. I think is exactly where I was like my whole life. I was like, if I just see a ghost, I'm team supernatural woo! Right. like I'll, mm -hmm. I'll do it but it's like because i never saw one i can't be like yes ghosts are real because i have no i just have my mom's recordings and it's like those sound good but i want my own recording yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean one of the things that i think that's funny is she is when you went to eastern state that she was apologizing on your behalf <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Like, I don't mind him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I was like, I might have made like a joke because when she came to Philly, by that time I was already like doing stand up and I was like, man, but comedian. So, like, I, um, <laughs> I think I like made a joke when she was asking, like, is there any presence here? I must have been like, you know, a little bit uh, less of a healthy skeptic and more just a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, she, but yeah, she was like apologizing to the spirits. She has a review. She's like, I'm sorry for my son. He he is a healthy skeptic. But she just continued. She was going into like all these different little rooms. I think she went into a section that you're not supposed to go in. <laughs> Good um, for her. <laughs> what I want to know is like, what's the difference between like, I'm sorry, my son's a healthy skeptic and I'm sorry, my son is a drunk skeptic at this moment. Just you. <laughs> Doesn't believe <laughs> like, yeah. Just drunk skeptics looking for ghosts, I think, would be an, an incredible TV show. <laughs> that would be great. Drunk ghost hunters? Drunk oh ghost hunters would be so fun. That's our new thing. Oh, Dan, that's our we're going Patreon. ghost hunting. We're going to let you lead the way. You No, listen, we're going to get drunk and we're going to go to that old mansion because I want to go to it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it amazing. Hunt. It's amazing, but I think that they, um, I think they completely demolished it and no. built a new mansion. It was historic too. Like there are numerous parts of my hometown that are like known to have like uh, historical ghosts, just kind of like, and, you know, and so that 
mansion was like i could not believe i did not see a ghost there because it was like we had it all to ourselves Infamous, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i the only thing that happened was i got stoned there for the first time oh <laughs> <laughs> which was nice I, That's what, cute. I, yeah i saw some crazy shit but it wasn't ghosts <laughs> <laughs> i love the idea that you like floated which is like most people in like teen movies they're like it's my senior year i'm getting laid this year and you're like it's my senior year i'm seeing a ghost and that's like your whole pursuit it's a very different teen movie that's very funny yeah i need to see a ghost before college i'm not ready for college until i've seen a ghost maybe i'll go backpacking through europe through some graveyards yeah i'll see a ghost there i can see a ghost overseas it's fine it doesn't need yeah. to be american <laughs> yeah it's still legit <laughs> yeah. yeah that was my big thing because um i had a girlfriend so i was clearly getting laid and <laughs> 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 clearly obviously i was having lots of sex you know me and my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah the ghosts that was really thing because my mom like spent so much of her time dedicated to it but i was like i at least want to like have closure to what this is all about before i go to college as if like when you go to college you can't see ghosts right right <laughs> like once you go to college they're like sorry this campus we have removed all the ghosts <laughs> i didn't see any at temple though so mm-hmm. <laughs> still have yet have you guys seen ghosts Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew up in a haunted house, so I have a lot of, like, ghost stories. Right. My mom will be so pissed because, like, I was just on another podcast talking about it, and she's like, don't stir stuff up here. It's nice here right now. Like, if you rile up the ghosts, I'm going to be so mad at you. I'm like, it's fine. They're fine. That's hilarious. (laughs) Wait, so um, that reminds me, my mom has, like, I don't know, does your mom have, like, a lot of superstitions like that where she's like, you're gonna summon the spirits like yeah well she's like irish catholic so she has a lot of weird yeah things so my mom one of her main things is she will never ever allow a ouija board yes in her home yes that's my my mom is like no we you guys think it's haunted already why would you why why would you open that door she says it's a it's a portal to bad spirits yeah yeah uh, which okay it kind of makes, <laughs> makes me want a ouija board because You're like, i don't care if it's good or bad i just yes. want to see a I just wanna like, know yeah yeah a portal <laughs> is a portal a portal sounds efficient <laughs> yeah. what's really funny is that meg has seen ghosts and i have seen what i think is a ufo yeah really it's definitely something unexplained but i'm not like i definitely think it could have been something government or just some kind of aircraft that i'm not familiar with but i definitely saw something that i can only explain as unidentified and flying Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting it's like because uh you know when i was asking my brother and my friend about it i was like well so you saw an object in the sky like but you know could it have been a weather balloon or something like um and both their stories and the other people that I talked to were like, no, it was it was like above us, lights like coming down, like it was very close. And that's Whoa. like the crazy thing to me is like people aren't like I saw a thing and it doesn't like their stories were like it, it was so close that it was like right up there. And it's just like, what could that fucking be? I Amazon do think drone. it's hilarious. 
the yes. <laughs> I do think it's hilarious that aliens are just abducting people from Long Island. Like <laughs> they think they think that's just what all humans are, just like an Italian dude from Long Island. <laughs> that's why they haven't shown them to us themselves to us yet. They're like, no way, they're not ready. <laughs> well, my theory is is that aliens are smart enough to know that they can only go to places where people won't be believed when they talk about them. <laughs> so, so all of Long Island, that's such a funny theory. Holy shit. That's so good. <laughs> it's just like, we'll just go to like, like in places in the South and we'll hover over some guy who sits on his porch <laughs> and then he'll, sure, he'll speak up about it, but no one's going to fucking believe that no guy. No one's going to believe him. <laughs> like, I like that. Like, Oh, sorry. I was going to say, they can't go to L.A. and just, like, get away with it, you know? No, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that it also somehow implies, like, the aliens are, like, looking up report cards. They're looking up maps to be, like, where's their closest neighbor? <laughs> yeah, what was like, their SAT scores? <laughs> yeah. They're doing, like, a whole study, the whole case study <laughs> on the area. <laughs> it's, like, looking for real estate. <laughs> location, location, location. <laughs> oh man i love that holy cow i love that um it was you we all thought you were doing a ghost story and then you were like psych this is a ufo story we tricked you bitches like i love that i mean they're both my family has witnessed both so i feel like <laughs> it was my duty i know uh you know you guys t talk about ghosts a lot but um have you talked about ufos on the podcast as Ugh, a lot? not as much as we'd like to mm -hmm. yeah it's hard yeah. to get people who've seen something that have yeah. like a story that's not like i just saw something weird <laughs> yeah. i don't know yeah. Like, yeah you know who has a really good one and listeners go back for this cody wright mm-hmm Cody Wright has some crazy alien stories, yeah. like stories. Not and you know that kind of checks out with your theory, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, we love Cody, Cody, but he's from the Pine Barrens. So. <laughs> I, I was say, is he from Long Island? Is he? Is he from my town? <laughs> from the oh, places man. where no one is to be believed. <laughs> I like the idea that you were going to be, uh, you were very concerned you were going to be haunted by a three-year-old because I'm like, God, being haunted by a three-year-old is what having a human three-year-old is like. You're just like, yeah. I don't know, go away, sit down, like, stop making stop a screaming. mess. Stop yeah. I like that I had to remember what year that was by looking up Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think it was my senior year of high school, but let me just look it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, Nacho Libre, 2006. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really convinced that I was like going to get like, um, like haunted. Like, I think like, I didn't necessarily believe in ghosts, but more like energies and superstitions. I was always really superstitious. Like I wouldn't walk mm -hmm. under the ladder and blah, blah, blah. And the black cat, I believed it all. And so I was like, this is at very least like bad luck. Like she's going to haunt me in some capacity uh, mm -hmm. and i was like i hope she haunts me in a way where i can see her so then i will have seen a ghost <laughs> <laughs> oh well worth it yeah <laughs> one of the things that's like, funny about that superstition though is that leaving money either at the entryway of a graveyard or on a gravestone is a way to pay respect so the fact that your friend probably lost a hundred dollars she did we that never ghost found is like i'm not haunting yeah, you yeah you can, can hang <laughs> yeah smoke here anytime <laughs> that's true i guess that is nice it's like yeah here's a hundred dollars little girl <laughs> spend it on whatever <laughs> don't spend it all in one place though <laughs> <laughs> egg any other questions 
No, I loved that. That was just so fun. This was such a good story. That was awesome, Dan. <laughs> oh, thank you. Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them. talk about uh which i'm bringing to the table is about queer ghost hunters because this is a story i've wanted to talk about for a long time but there's not a lot to say so i i put together something we can chat about it i have a couple questions for you all so one of the biggest complaints we hear about ghost hunting um, from fanatics is that a lot of ghosts that we have accounts of are all really historical based and we really don't see a lot of contemporary spirits what we're saying is that we want to see more diversity in our ghosts, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be haunted by some surly, like, teenager from the 90s. Like, that's who I want to be haunted by. Yes. Um, but one group answers the call for more inclusiveness in ghost hunting, and that's the Columbus Stonewall Queer Ghost Hunting Club out of Ohio. Hmm. Yeah, one of the things that they're known for is they have a YouTube web series called Queer Ghost Hunting that is pretty good. I watched some of the different episodes. It's like well-produced. It's like, it's pretty interesting. So if anyone wants to look it up, they have a YouTube channel. It's a little bit inactive for the last couple of years, but they have a nice little slew of videos. Um, but this group, their main goal aside from collecting and documenting proof of the supernatural is to resist against the often presumed heterosexuality of ghosts whoa yeah okay so as a vice article points out they're not the only queer people with an interest in paranormal obviously but they appear to be the first group dedicated exclusively to hunting queer spirits so from their facebook page which you can also follow they describe themselves as real queer ghost hunters making contact with queer ghosts to discover the hidden stories of lost lbgt lives they note, sadly enough, throughout history, our LGBTQ community members were disproportionately incarcerated in jails and prisons, committed to asylums, and were overwhelmingly employed in theaters and opera houses. I just read that aloud for the first time. They're like, we were jailed. We were put in asylums. We were made to do theater. <laughs> yeah, like that's a punishment for queer people? Okay. Wow. <laughs> These are all the places that ghost hunters love to investigate. So why don't ghost hunters ever seem to find queer ghosts? That's what they ask on their Facebook page. Um, the Vice article addresses some other challenges that come with looking for evidence of queerness in history as a starting point for ghosts. They interview Amanda Litauer, associate professor in the Department of History and the Center for the Study of Women, Gender, and Sexuality, who's also co-chair of the Committee on LGBT History for the American Historical Association. And what um, Amanda talks about is that context and circumstantiality 
are vital things that we need to consider when looking for evidence of queerness in history. So it makes sense for hunting ghosts. We're not going to be like, let's just get our list of, you know, queer ghosts out <laughs> from right. the local phone book <laughs> and then start searching. Like there has to be a bigger process. One of the mm -hmm. things that she found when she was doing some of her research was a folder that was really intriguing, full of obituaries in the University of Southern California's LGBTQ-focused one archive. So in this archive in Southern California, there's a folder and it's just labeled suspicious deaths. It's just a folder full of obituaries. Okay. Uh, Amanda says it was a collection of hundreds of newspaper clippings that never mentioned sexuality. But for the person who collected the obituaries, something suggested queerness would have been part of the story. Hmm. Uh, my question for you all is if you had to die a suspicious gay death, how would you want to go? <laughs> I'm saying I'd go in a theater, obviously. Okay, sure. <laughs> die in a theater. It has to be historical. Mine would be like, I would want to die in like the green room of a boylesque show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I and love that for historical <laughs> you. Yeah. And then people would look back and they'd be like, oh my God, he was a queer burlesque dancer, boylesque dancer. And then other people would be like, oh no, actually it was like a burlesque and comedy thing. And he was doing one of the comedy sets. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, like ghost oh. hunters are like, we got to get our cats. <laughs> and, then, and then they just come in, they're like, Dan, if you were here, can you give us a signal? Also, were you just doing comedy on a burlesque? You know, they're like trying to get. <laughs> trying to clarify what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Because we saw you in the scene. And I just, I was looking at the calendar and the shows and they didn't. So I don't know. That's probably what I would do. Yeah. I don't know. I, do. I guess I'd want to like wear like an insanely cool outfit and just like accidentally make it too tight or something and just like have like, so that way my ghost is like in this insane dress forever is that even lgbt i don't know i just assume fashion <laughs> like, can i call you out a little bit man i was wrong yes no can i call it? no 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 if we go back to the che article about reincarnation uh -huh. i think you would have died in emily dickinson death yeah where you would have like you would haunt the house of like your like a beloved lesbian lover like oh yeah i cannot let things go that is a, a very apt uh way just to be like i'm still here oh. and i still love you <laughs> suspicious oh. death your suspicious death where you died at your roommate's house in like the 1800s whenever she was alive <laughs> Yeah, they need to make a gay version of The Grudge and you could be the villain. <laughs> um, I love this. I will say I love this like queer ghost. I love that they're like trying to look for queer ghosts by like doing research and like figuring out. The one question I would have about it is like because they're going back to like historic people and like to, you know, to ask them questions. Like if they were to come across, where, uh, if they were to be able to communicate with these queer spirits, because they were from a previous you know, time, would the spirit even really be willing to come mm -hmm. out to them since they didn't in their whole, like mm -hmm. in their life, would they uh -huh. still be in the closet in death? Like if you're like ghost hunting and like, imagine you're just like, it's a queer ghost hunter is here we are. And then like, Hey, is anybody here? And then, you know, queer ghost is like, Hey, and then like, they're like, uh, they're like, um, you, are you, were you, you're a queer ghost. Right. And then the ghost is like, no, that's that's a rumor. <laughs> I had I just 
I just came out off that way. I just talk a little. So it's that's uh, the bully said that. <laughs> it's like I, I mean, I think I was just going to tell a joke. Uh, I was just going to be like, I've had many wives, and they're just like, yeah, but no kids. I don't understand. Just trying to get a ghost to come out. I was like, all right, come on. What, what, <laughs> it's just us. You're dead now. You can come out. It's like I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I'm. I love female ghosts. <laughs> I had a similar thought when I was trying to like think through the logic of this when I was like researching for this story. And I think that's why so many ghosts come out to children, right? Because oh. one of the like are like one of the things is like, okay, well, how convenient is it that we mostly hear from ghosts who speak in English, mm -hmm. right? When that's not the only language mm -hmm. in the US. And it's like, well, maybe it's for people who feel like they can be heard or like the energy or whatever, but that's why children are like the perfect uh, vessel. I don't know what you would call it, but the perfect like transmitter or receiver <sighs> mm -hmm. for yeah. ghosts because like they don't have that kind of judgment and they're like, listen, this isn't about you uh, because you do hear stories about ghosts that will maybe like if they were, I can't think of any specific examples, but I was trying to look them up because I know I've seen episodes of ghost hunters specifically where some ghosts maybe in like a, a brothel like are more interactive with like the men who are the ghost hunters or um or male ghosts who might harass like mm -hmm. women more you know mm. you might see some of that so it's an interesting thing to think about i have a theory yes and i think i have a theory that's going to connect this all and i think this is breakthrough breakthrough <laughs> information ghosts use the same logic as ufos and communicate with children because they communicate with people that they know will not be trusted <laughs> and, and believe so ghosts and ufos are similar and maybe even the same thing but they drive different cars and <laughs> they, all the same. they and they communicate with people who will not be believed because they uh, are social and they need to talk to people um get this get some steam off <laughs> <laughs> but they don't want people saying their shit around so they talk to kids and people who live on long island and they're like no one's gonna fucking do the words you say <laughs> i think you nailed it i think we can end the podcast yeah, uh permanently we the paranormal and uh yeah aliens. aliens and ghosts are sneaky extroverts is mm -hmm. what i hear Yes, Sneaky absolutely. I'm so glad I cracked the code. <laughs> I cracked the code. <laughs> uh, two other quick things from my very expert podcast, uh, Google Research. I wasn't seeing many other groups or articles about LGBTQIA plus ghost hunting or ghosts even, but I did come across a book which I was able to get a copy of digitally. So I recommend it if you want something that's easy to flip through called queer hauntings true tales of gay and lesbian ghosts by ken summers oh. it's a super easy read if you're somebody who uses amazon and uses kindle i got it for just a couple dollars but you can get a hard copy too um what summers has done is he's collected it's kind of like a travel guide and it's also just like a little historical vignette of these different places or ghosts and the experiences and it also has the addresses, websites, phone numbers of the locations that have these types of hauntings. Wow. Um, there's a whole array of them. Some of them are really just kind of like, oh, a lot of them in the US take place in places that either became gay bars or were formerly gay bars. So it's like, oh, the bartenders 
it feels creepy in there. And it's like, okay, like that's fine. But some of them are really specific to stories of lovers or just different things that happen. Um, one of the spaces featured in the book that's no longer there is actually in our city of Philadelphia. Uh, side note for our listeners, a couple episodes ago, we talked about how we went on a Philly ghost tour for Meg's birthday and Dan yeah. was with us. Yeah, so <laughs> truly a friend of the pod mm -hmm. uh but we went on the ghost tour one of the spaces that ken summers features in his book was called the venture inn um previously the home to the barrymore family uh, it was turned into a popular bar in philly's neighborhood that closed about four years ago i think mm -hmm. became bar x yeah <laughs> it's now haunted by bar x <laughs> <laughs> it's haunted by watered down drinks <laughs> Uh, but Sorry. the the interesting thing about that is that the rumors of the venture in in the basement, there were supposedly tunnels that were part of the Underground Railroad, and people would often feel feelings of being watched. I don't know what it's like now with Bar X, like if they've changed the basement much, um, but one bartender, when it was the venture in, reports that um, he was trying to relight the pilot light in like a boiler or something in the basement, and every time he'd light a match, it would... Uh, he would feel a puff of air and it would blow out like somebody was trying to blow at the match and like keep their identity a secret so Whoa. pretty Whoa. interesting like story from a a philly bartender who's probably served us a drink at some point honestly that's yeah, cool i might even know who the bartender is um <laughs> i know i know i know every bartender in the neighborhood um <laughs> <laughs> One really scary story is I did Molly in that basement once. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so and, and you uh, still didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have just spent my life doing every drug, hoping I'm going to see a fucking ghost, and all I ever see is like trees melt and beautiful sunshine <laughs> in the face of God, but no ghosts. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm like God. I move aside. I'm looking for something. <laughs> nice yeah that's I what i that. had just a couple like love stories it. that was yeah. fun that's great that's such a cool i mean yeah there's i did know that it was a stop on the underground railroad um i just i guess i never thought about all the ghost activity that's there um i know that they closed the basement bar x like they had it open and to dancing and then they um i think there was an issue with their like entertainment license so they had to close it back up um mm -hmm. so i don't think it's even open now but when it, if it reopens, we should all do a field trip there. I would love that. Fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I really want to talk, um, or I just want to shout out to like, again, if you're just looking for something to watch this YouTube channel so far, I have to recommend it. Uh, the, the titles of the episodes are kind of punny, which I can appreciate even as I'm rolling my eyes. But the one that I watched that I really enjoyed was queer ghost hunters hunt queer ghosts part 16 lesbian witch tea party i was <laughs> like lesbian fun. witches sign me up like i'm here mm -hmm. for it. oh yes that sounds great <laughs> yeah <laughs> well nice uh this is excellent do you all want to play a game yeah Ooh, i'm yeah. ready all right so for today's game we are going to play one of our favorites we're playing ghost hunting mash Ooh. very excited <laughs> the way this works is that we have a couple categories. You're going to offer, like, I'll ask you something like, 
who would name someone you'd go ghost hunting with and then you'll give that to me and then i will pick bonus ones and then we'll do some math on it and you'll be surprised on how your story unfolds so (laughs) number one is like i said who would you go ghost hunting with name a person to go ghost hunting with peggy dan's mom Dan's mom. I was like, for a second, I was like, who's Peggy? <laughs> We're on a first name basis. You didn't know. I should have, that was so rude of me. You know, good old Peg. <laughs> I totally, you nailed it. That's her name. I just forgot my mom's name for a moment. <laughs> I'm going to be really good at this game. I'm going to be very funny. I mean, you just call her mom, to be fair. So Yeah. Yeah. I do that on Facebook. Do you guys do that? Where instead of typing your mom's name, you type mom into the messenger and you're like where the fuck is she (laughs) sorry maybe that's just me um fun people to go ghost hunting with oh should i be saying names too oh yeah you'll pick one down oh okay um fun uh fun people go ghost hunting with i would say or terrible just somebody that like it's a fun choice yeah fun (laughs) choice um okay uh susan sarandon <laughs> that'd be fun because <laughs> i feel like i would just be like you were in rocky horror picture show <laughs> <laughs> so you do you believe in ghosts or what <laughs> there's no connection there's no the whole connection time you're just talking there. to susan sarandon she's like we have work to do <laughs> and you're like yeah, yeah. I know, but really <laughs> meg do you have another Mitch choice mitch mcconnell <laughs> fun <Yuck>. yeah <laughs> but a fun choice uh i'm gonna say meg's mom yeah she would be like this isn't real she's an unhealthy skeptic so she can't go yeah (laughs) we need a little bit of that balance yeah okay um i need a location to go ghost hunting um abandoned mansion yeah abandoned long island estate yes uh a three-year-old's grave I just really want to go with Mitch McConnell to a three-year-old's grave. <laughs> he will not smoke weed on top of it. That's where he'll draw the line. <laughs> he will be looking for other people's $100 bills. Um, I'm putting the neighborhood. We need one more location. Yeah, neighborhood. Outer space. Outer space is good. Good, you know. <laughs> Has anybody ever done that? Has anybody been like, enough of ghost hunting on Earth. Let's see. <laughs> what's out there yeah are there ghosts in space that's the big question alien ghosts anyway continue tell me um a tool that you'll use to find the ghosts dan named like seven of them off oh yeah or like some way you'll bring back proof um okay well an evp recorder for sure you Mm -hmm. need to have an evp recorder i'm on the i'm on the website the ghost hunting store uh let's see maybe a men's short sleeve (laughs) t-shirt okay (laughs) I'm going to put down for mine some kind of like, um, like automatic writing. Oh, that's cool. Mm. What about a Polaroid? Nice. Mm. That's kind of a fun one. The next one is a statement about the relationship with your ghost hunting partner. So just an example, right? So like, like mine would be like, we have a falling out at the end of it. Confused sexual tension. (laughs) (laughs) yikes um (laughs) um attempting to come out (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna put uh 
celebrate celebratory blackout drunkenness yeah that's yeah. a good one okay and then the last one is um are you successful in proving that you uh, have evidence of a ghost and that's yes no sort of tell me another outcome if you're successful other than yes no or sort of we found ufos instead found UFOs. yeah perfect <laughs> okay great um, that would be very successful in my eyes <laughs> dan pick a number between one to seven um seven meg four i'm gonna do three okay we can take a break now if we want or you can just chat while i do all this math okay. i'm excited to see what we get i'm very excited um this has been so fun yeah so we talked about so many cool things i have our results are you all ready yeah uh, let's hear taking on a wild ride mm -hmm. i feel like we should start with dan as the guest okay uh dan you're yes, going right ghost hunting with mitch mcconnell Oh. <laughs> how you got into the situation we're not sure but i mean it seems reasonable to believe in a couple year, years he'll need a new job so why not ghost hunting right yeah and honestly like that's kind of good because i've now seen the scariest thing so i'm not going to be scared by ghosts yeah agree. yeah in person yeah yeah agree. it's like ghosts well, who cares jump out here help entertain you're like this shithole. is a walking skeleton <laughs> like yeah. i've seen the paranormal <laughs> but you're gonna go ghost hunting together in a house in the neighborhood. <laughs> he'll, he'll love that, won't he? <laughs> we already have so much to talk about. <laughs> His life is just taking a real 180 from where it is right now. Um, and the only thing that you found, I feel like your Amazon order just didn't come in time. So the only equipment you have to take with you is an extra men's short sleeve t-shirt that you have lying around i don't know if you're thinking you're gonna get some kind of like residue or if you're thinking like um maybe it's like an object from the spirit you're trying to chase but that's all you have is just you mitch mcconnell and this extra t-shirt you're carrying around i don't even have pants i mean I'm you have your regular blue. clothes but you have this like oh. you're taking with you this other object, right? <laughs> gotcha. Um, and through all of your tales and through hunting and spending all this time in this house in the neighborhood, uh, you develop a really confused sexual tension. You admit <laughs> I wanted that to happen so bad. I mean, you're right. It's like the right time, the right place. Like, just a lot is Dan changed. looks so sad. I wish you guys could see Dan's face. He's like stressed You're out. Like really this is, it's not real, Dan. We're making it up. You're wishing this into existence, and I'm scared <laughs> that it might actually happen someday. And I'm just gonna be there with a fucking t-shirt that I don't believe in, talking to Mitch McConnell in the neighborhood, being like, so you know. Why am I like so into this right now? <laughs> And I'm like, well, I thought I hated you, but maybe I want to have sex with you. Also, isn't this supposed to be about ghost hunting? Okay, let's get <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that I wouldn't hate fuck. I hate them so much I couldn't even do that. So I'll be honest. He's definitely on that list. Okay. But uh, yeah. unfortunately, you guys are not successful in proving the existence of ghosts. Oh, my God. Big surprise with the T-shirt that you brought with you <laughs> as your biggest. So, yeah. That's a, I that's thought that Dan's was the best. 
That was the best tool I, I found on the website. I'm pretty sure <laughs> if I don't find a ghost wearing a men's short sleeve t-shirt that says <laughs> ghosts gone wild. And then below it, it says the ghost hunter store.com. If I don't find a ghost that way, then they aren't real. <laughs> I like the idea yeah. that you have to put on a ghost hunting uniform and you're like, listen up, like, tell me now. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. You can see the t-shirt. I'm a healthy skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Meg, are you ready for your story? Yes. You want to yeah, know your fate? Yeah. Um, you and Dan's mom, Peggy, are going yeah! ghost hunting together. <laughs> ghost hunting. You're going to be exploring an apartment that is built on top of a graveyard for three year olds exclusively. <laughs> um. So that's what you're doing. Um, one of the things that you're going to try to do is you're going to try to get photographic proof, right? Like Peggy has Ooh. done such a good job of getting EVPs. Now we need some other types of tangibles. So you're going with a Polaroid camera. Um, one of the things that happens is that you are successful in getting proof Yay. of ghosts. You and Peggy do it. it. Um, but what to do next is so fraught with like your different opinions about how you should proceed with these proof that you guys have oh, a, no. a falling out and your relationship can never be repaired. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, at least, at least it wasn't sexual tension. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm back to calling her Miss Vitrano. <laughs> oh, you're back to never calling her again, okay? <laughs> Keep her name out of your mouth, Megan. There was a falling out. She doesn't want to talk to you. She's not answering your call. She's she blocking gave, you. She gave up on ghosts after she met you. <laughs> she is pissed. <laughs> and she wants me to give you a message. I have it written down here. Let me read it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fair. I see why we had differences now. I understand. I'll never contact her again. <laughs> uh, mine is the most bonkers. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. You ready to wrap this train up? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, I am going <laughs> into an outer space mansion to find Ooh. proof of ghosts with Susan Sarandon. <laughs> this is a dream. The best part about this is that we need to go to outer space. So there's not only like the hunting part, but also the travel part. Like we are now yeah. the yeah. Thelma and Louise of Earth going to outer space. We're going to try to find proof of ghosts in this outer space mansion through the use of automatic writing, right? We have all this technology cool. that got us into space to live in space, but we're like, you know what never goes out of style? Paper and pen and my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, through this long trek, uh, we develop feelings for each other and we attempt to come out to each other, but then it's like irrelevant because we're like not into each other. That's the only thing I can assume. I mean, I'm probably more into her than she is me. That's fine. <laughs> but, um, we don't find a ghost. We're not successful. We find UFOs instead, but we're like, yeah, they're very mansions. There's just mansions in outer space. How do we not find UFOs? Like, yeah. how are we the ones believe- to do it? That's it seems like that's where you go to find UFOs. Yeah, it's but where we're like, do they come ghosts. from? Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your goal was just weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but everything else that weirdly was like, matched up. It was it was perfect, honestly. That's like a movie. Yeah. That was like perfect. There's like a little love story. Yeah. And then you find UFOs. There's a twi- I loved that. I would, I would watch have, that movie. I would we still have a Thelma and Louise moment, I'm pretty sure though. <laughs> Wasn't she it's in Thelma and Louise? Was she? Um, I'm looking it up. I feel like she was. I thought she was the. I thought um, she was Louise. 
Yeah, she uh, was. Yes, yeah. She's Louise. Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon. Hell yeah. Yeah, so we definitely have a Thelma and Louise moment. It's like sexual tension, but like not. And yeah, we're just best you friends. Drive off of the edge to, you drive off of the edge of space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. This was super fun. Dan, your story Heck was yeah. wild. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a great time. I'm so glad to share my story. I might even tell my I might even tell my mom about this. <laughs> yeah. It'll come out. You can listen to it first and then you can decide. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, so I make stupid little videos on Instagram sometimes, some dumb little videos that you can check out there. Um, it's at Dan Vetrano, D-A-N-V-E-T-R-A-N-O. Um, and on Twitter at Dan underscore Petrano, got the underscore in there. Yes. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. I'm I'm just around the internet in general, but I, uh, you know, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I'll follow you back and I'll appreciate you. Hey, sweet. Meg, where can everyone find you on the internet? Yep, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter. It is the same handle it's at meg gets money gets spelled g-o-e-t-z yeah and i'm at Alyssa Truss on all the things but i do want to shout out that meg and i are doing some content over on tiktok and you can find us at real chills podcast on tiktok i have to tell you i'm addicted to tiktok guys i can't <laughs> stop watching it i'm about to hop back on i actually am on tiktok too uh and i i, I kind of want to hop back into the world and because it's, yeah. it's fun yeah it's really fun yeah yeah cool. Well, great. Well, thanks so much, Dan. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.